This is Alicia, and welcome to the College Life Podcast. I am super passionate about education, personal development, growth, and bringing out the best in every college student. This podcast will help motivate you, empower you, and bring you clarity and confidence in who you are, in your purpose, and help you take action toward a life you love. Don't wait until you graduate to live your best life. Let's start now. Welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here, and today we are going to be talking about what uh, I wish I would have known or done when I was in college. And this isn't just from my perspective. So I actually have a brief. She was a guest on the podcast a while back whenever I was first starting podcasting. So for sure, go listen to her story. But, you know, it's it might not be the best quality, but, you know, just go with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but welcome, Bree. <laughs> Thanks, Alicia. It's good to be back. Um, I know I was just thinking that the episode we did earlier, I was on Zoom Yeah. because we were practicing doing, you know, not in-person podcasts. So this is our first one we've done together live. Yeah, I know. Which it's is so much better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So what, what we did was I actually posted this question, what I, you know, what, what, what do you wish you would have known about or done in college? I posted this on my personal Facebook page. And so these were a lot of my friends from college. So they are about anywhere from really like five years outside of graduation all the way to 15 ish, depending on when we became friends. And it's interesting because I started college whenever Facebook started, which is dating me a little bit, but, um, it was super fun to, to do that. And that was kind of what you did. You met somebody and then you like Facebook friended them. So I was able to build a lot of connections that way over time. And really college was, it was just focused on college students at the time too. So it's just really fun. So these are a lot of my college friends or people that I kind of know more. And then I also posted this question on a Facebook group that I'm a part of with people that I don't know a single soul in person. I'm pretty sure that responded, which is really cool. Wow. And It's called Don't Keep Your Day Job, which is a play on the other side of things where it's like, don't quit your day job. So she has, um, this is Kathy Heller, and she has a podcast really just talking about your, you know, being passionate about your work and finding things that are meaningful to you in your work and to try and even build things outside of work while you're actually, you have your full-time job too. So um, these are people who are really entrepreneurial thinking. They're really trying to find their purpose or do their life's work. And so that's just helpful context, but we kind of blended these together. So it'll be fun to see different perspectives. Yeah. So we're kind of going to dive right in. We try to make sense of this in like categories, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I think overall, it was just amazing to see the overwhelming outpour of like comments and reflections that people had. Like this is something that, you know, people really had a lot to say about. I remember when I saw you post it on your personal account, there were already lots of comments and I was able to just third someone because someone had said something that resonated with me already multiple times. So it's just interesting to see how much people are willing to share and offer about this topic. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. so fun. So we're going to just dive right in to a topic. So we're going to basically bounce off and bounce off of each other and try to, again, make sense of these topics and give you our perspective in addition to what folks said. 
Do you want to get started? Yeah, cool. I'll go first. So one of the main topics um, was a big reflection on making human connections. So there was a lot of thoughts about how people wish they would have joined clubs, made friends, and really focused on networking a little bit more. People use the word networking and also just use the word friends a lot. And we even had one um, direct quote that talked about joining fraternity or sorority life. So this person said, I feel like you know who you know is almost more important than what you know, aka your degree. After graduation, it suddenly made sense why people do sororities and fraternities. Connections for life. And both Alicia and I were talking how, you know, fraternity and sorority life is definitely one way. And there's also a lot of other ways. Um, For me, that was really in residence hall associations or things through residence life in college. Um, So getting involved with your hall council or becoming maybe an RA or resident advisor. And that was that's where I've made a lot of my connections. Um, But it was interesting to see how much people really thought about the people you met yeah Mm -hmm. I think developing human connections in general is really hard but it's really about finding a place that you go to consistently in order to create the space to build those human connections yes you know so it doesn't have to be fraternity life sorority life or or something like that and and I say that you know, I, my husband is part of that and he's made incredible friends. I've made incredible friends through him Mm -hmm. because he was in a fraternity. And when I was in college, I was super scared to join a sorority. I felt really insecure, which we'll talk about later. (laughs) Um, but I, number one, just, it was such a, I I had made it in my head that it was such a big deal Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel like I fit in. I didn't feel like pretty enough or like, I don't know, social enough. I'm not really sure, but there was a lot of fear there for me. Um, then I also found out that it was a lot of money. So that ruled me out pretty quickly, Uh but yeah, I just, yeah. So don't, you know, don't hold on to that, but Mm -hmm. I'm curious what you think about the, the part of it's more about who, you know, than what, you know, what do you think about that? Yes. Well, Oh, I feel like that's, it's a true phrase sometimes, and I do have mixed feelings about it because it's almost like, well, that's not fair. Like, if my family's cousin's second cousin doesn't know someone, how am I going to get a job um, if I'm really smart and I know my stuff really well? And I think that can also get into some social justice issues as well if people have certain privileges where they are in upper circles um, and have social circles and they might um, not be as qualified and then they still get an opportunity because they do know someone. So that could go down a whole rabbit hole, but I think it truly is a combination. I know even for myself, I chose the graduate school that I went to because my mentor at the time had gone there and so she spoke so highly of it and that's why I decided to even interview with them so if she wouldn't have said oh they're such an amazing school it's a great department to work for I might not have been as interested so in that case I really think it's like both and um and there's really uh emphasis on both so I don't know what do you think no, yeah, I I definitely, I like how you initially started with mixed feelings because yes. I do too. There's definitely some truth to that, but it's also mm-hmm. not the end all be all. So right. it's like, yes, build relationships, focus on that. That's really important, you know, and I think networking specifically, like 
that didn't really feel authentic to me mm-hmm. is, is networking. And so if you can focus, like for me, what I wish I would have done was just focus more on building relationships with people who were interested in similar things than me. So yes. I was around like a lot of people who would like loved education because they were in like the teacher kind of space. But then mm-hmm. when I changed majors, I was in a completely different major and I had less time to kind of make and build friendships in that area. Yeah. So yeah. So just thinking about like, what type of people do you want to be around, you know? Mm-hmm. And even like thinking about like my life now, like I really want to be around more people who like are really into fitness and really, because I, that's something that I'm into, but I also want to be better at that. And yeah. so I need to surround my, myself with people who are doing those things mm-hmm. on a regular basis and challenging themselves so I can see that and feel that and be around that too. Cause it's going to help make me better. So it's like, not just about like networking and like to get a job. It's also about to help you in your day-to-day life and to, to build meaningful relationships. And I think, I think too, something that I've learned about human connections. And I think this is so hard in college is to be mm-hmm. vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and I can remember working with a student a couple semesters ago and he was sharing how, he finally shared something with his friend. Um, I can't remember specifically about what it was. It was mm-hmm. something around something he was struggling with as far as like academic probation. Like he, he was mm-hmm. like, he shared with a friend and nobody else knew that he was struggling academically, but he shared with a friend and then he realized that his friend was also, but they hadn't wow. talked about it, you know, but they were both going right? through the same thing. And so it's like when you're vulnerable, it allows the space to, for other people to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really hard. It takes a lot of courage. (laughs) It does. It does. Yeah. I think another thing that I will add, speaking of being in college right now for any of our current college students listening, I know you and I have talked about this before, Alicia, but when you're in college, you feel like um, more of a purpose behind reaching out to someone randomly of like, I'm in college and for a class right now, I need to do an informational interview and get to know someone more. So I'm teaching a first year seminar course right now. And that was one of the assignments was um, students had to reach out to people in three different paths. One path was the one that they're currently on in their degree, the second path was if that was not an option. And the third path was if money was no object and you could do anything you want, sky is the limit. And then they had to have a conversation with someone or read a article or listen to a podcast about each of those three paths. And I told them like, this is such a cool time in your life to do that. Yes, as a college graduate and now professional, I could reach out to someone and say, hey, can you do an informational interview with me? Um, But people are so willing to give some time to college students. And so even though it's really hard and scary and I didn't know how to, you know, draft that first email to reach out to someone, that's what Alicia and I are here for. I know Alicia's done. Yeah, email us. Email us and practice emailing. And we will help you because I feel like this is such a cool time um, to do that kind of stuff. And you, there's no expiration date. So anyone who's post-college grad life, you can do this as well. Um, But I feel like it's a really cool time to do it. Yeah, I've I've definitely even used my student status right now as a PhD student. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm a PhD student. (laughs) Yeah. What kind of internships do you have or what, you know, whatever, whatever some possibilities. So Uh yeah, so important, I think. Yeah. And it's helpful to build meaningful relationships and build that human connection, but it's also helpful for your future career potentially. So it's like a win-win. Exactly. Yeah. So do you want to go ahead and move to another 
topic. Yeah, let's jump in. Um, This is actually kind of connected to what we were just talking about a little bit. So one of the big things that were was um, I think came up so much was that people wish they would have pursued a different degree. So they wish they would have done this instead of this. Um, one person said, I wish I would have studied what I actually wanted instead of what others say that we should study. And I think that is such a huge one right now because mm-hmm. there's so much pressure to major in like a science related field because it's going to quote unquote make you money. And it's such bullshit <laughs> and for lack of a better word, but whatever. And I'm not trying to hate on anybody who is majoring in science and wants to, like I fully support that. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's so much pressure to do something that is highly looked up upon, looked, you know, um, instead of other majors that are looked down upon for whatever reason, it's such right. crap, but yeah. So let's share a couple quotes. So uh, Vanessa shared, I wish I had gone for a different degree. I did communications because it was the closest to film production that my college offered, but it was really more like TV production. And so when you're picking a college, obviously that is important to think mm-hmm. about what you really want to do and what's offered at the college, but that's not always reality. Sometimes we get it, we, you know, we commit to this college, we get there and things change. So even if you, if you like, wanted to do this other thing and you picked, you know, the right college for the right major, but then all of a sudden you change, it's like, they might not have it. Right. So then what do you do? Right. So Vanessa tried to pursue something that was closely related, which is awesome. And a great suggestion, like find out what Mm -hmm. other areas that you can still get some of those same skills, but it really wasn't what she wanted. Right. Like, what do you do? (laughs) Right. Well, and I feel that's when meeting with your academic advisor or whoever is available at your college to talk through, you know, is transferring an option for you. And that can be difficult. And I know you've done a podcast episode on transferring. Yeah, a couple actually. Yes. So um, keeping that in mind and knowing that that is an option. And even though it's scary and uncharted territory, that's maybe what could be in your best interest to find something that's going to more closely match your degree. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it's like to transfer and like the simplest term is like a metaphor. <laughs> it's like I almost feel like it's like shopping at a different store. Yeah. But like which sounds way simplified, right? And I get that you have to apply and do all those things. But it's almost like, you know what, I, I'm not feeling this clothing store <laughs> anymore. <laughs> or right. this like, oh, it doesn't have what I'm looking for. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go try a different store. Right. And sometimes you can just like look it up online first before you walk into the store or drive a half an hour to go get to that store. Uh huh. Right. You do a little research ahead of time, maybe. Yeah. Or you talk to your friends. Right. Uh huh. Well, yeah. I mean, keep thinking of like a grocery store too. And it's, there's groceries at both, but navigating the aisles, things are in different places, things are named differently. So there's that. Different products, actually. Different products. Yeah. Yeah. So you're still getting education, you're still getting food, but it's going to be in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, and sometimes I think we just like, like, oh my gosh, it's so hard to transfer and it is complicated. I'm, I'm not trying to under, undervalue that or mm-hmm. uh, minimize that, but if it is hard for 
you know, a few things that you have to do, like getting your transcript and applying and like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I mean, moving adds another element, but if you yeah. don't have to move and it's actually just, I'm driving somewhere else. Right. Right. It's like, you know, why wouldn't you at least look into it and see yes. what's possible? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I, I think I had another one that I wanted to share about this too. Let's see. Oh, Okay. Um, I went for political science because my plan was law school. I should have at least have gone with my first plan of a business degree. It would have made my career transition to an accountant so much easier. It's interesting with this comment. I'm not sure if they decided later that they were interested in business. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we think to like political science equals law school and that's definitely, if it's interesting to you, if political science is interesting to you, that's great, but it's not the only way to law school. Mm-hmm. You could do a, a music degree and still apply to law school. And so you're going to bring a different perspective in. So I guess just thinking about really what do you actually want to do versus like what other people want you to do, really thinking about like, why am I in this major really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and is it actually kind of interesting? And if so, like keep pursuing it, that's fine. But what's actually interesting to you? Right. You don't want to like, not regret, but just, I feel like a lot of, I'm, I'm, I am sensing some regret in some of these. Yeah. Did you feel that way? I did. I definitely felt that a little bit with some of these of reflections and maybe some real, yeah, regret. Yeah. And I, and I, and we talked about this even before we got started. We're like, yeah. we don't want you to feel like there's like so much pressure to do the right thing, but it's like, like at least critically think about the choices that you're making right now Yes. versus like not being critical, you know, and then continuing to move forward for the next four years or six years, whatever. Then you get into your career, you work for three years and then you're like, oh crap, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is not the right fit. (laughs) You know, I think it's different whenever you intentionally choose something and you go with it and you're happy with it and you're pursuing it because you're interested. Um, and it's going to help you reach your goal versus like I'm doing this for somebody else right? or for some other reason. That's not actually a good, like a reason that I want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And on that same, like on the flip side, you can do so much with any major and Alicia, you've done episodes about that as well. So if there are any students out there listening to this, check those out. Um, but be intentional. Think about what are you enjoying your classes? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's so real. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting a sense that a lot of folks who are talking about, they wish they would have done a different degree. It's because they were interested in something, but they didn't do it at the time. Yeah. Right. And so if there's something that you are interested in, it's like, just take a class or something, you know, just be willing to just put yourself out there or do what you were saying. I love what you're doing with your class mm-hmm. of like what you're, the path that you're following, yep. the path that like, if that didn't work out, like what else could you do in that kind of area maybe, or like mm-hmm. a little bit different, but then also like, and, and then if you, you know, I, I like to say this question of like, if you could make a lot of money doing something you loved, what would you do? Cause yes. I think that a, a lot of people will say it the other way, right? Well, if you, right. you know like didn't get paid for it or you would do it even though you weren't getting paid for it. That's bullshit. You need to get paid for stuff. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, you need money. You didn't even say it that way, but right. But I feel like a lot of people have that perspective and it's like, no, if you can make a hundred thousand dollars, which is an amazing life, you're going to be uh-huh. well beyond most of the world, yes. I mean, the entire world, but then also most of the U S as well. It's like, if you can make that hundred thousand dollars, you would live a great life. Mm-hmm. What would you do? 
you know? Anyway. Yeah. Anything else about different degree? I think that summed a lot of it up. We can also talk a little bit um, still about kind of learning something from a different angle because I do feel like it's kind of the same thing but different coin. Uh So we saw a lot of things about minors, right? Adding a minor. Yes. Do you remember anything specifically that kind of stood out to you? I remember there was a comment um, specifically about music, and I think that person had a passion for music and then ended up wanting to go into performance, but at the time didn't want to add a minor because it would add an extra year of college, which is more money, and that's very real, especially with um, the cost of college and financial aid and trying to weigh the pros and cons of another year or another semester in college. Um, but I think with that person, they really reflected that they wish they would have done it in that moment yeah. because it's sometimes harder to go back and add something. Yeah. That is really hard. That's why we're trying to get you to think about this early if possible. Yes. So you can weave it in instead of spending extra time potentially. It's like uh-huh. you have, you have electives. Most of you have electives. Um, and have a way to play with your schedule. So yes. it's like, how can you get creative? Like one of the people said that they wish, not even that they would have taken a, a minor, but just taken more classes around a topic. Like somebody is actually doing art and had an art business. I don't know if you remember this. Yes. But, and then, so they wanted to learn more about like marketing and business, but they also wanted to take like a glass blowing class. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like I hear the students are like, that's a bullshit class. (laughs) It's a waste of time and money. Why would I be taking that? Right. And it's like, why would you not be taking things that you actually want to learn the skill around or Mm -hmm. learn more about? Because otherwise it is a waste of time. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like it's completely flipped, but we don't really see it that way. Yeah. Well, and I even for myself have some thoughts on this one too, because I had to take, um, well, I got to take some extra courses my senior year and I did rock climbing, which was super fun because, and I was interested in it and I got credit for it. And so it was helping me because I still needed a certain amount of electives to graduate. Um, but I haven't really done much rock climbing since, but I really had so much fun. I felt so accomplished when I rappelled off of the wall because I'm afraid of heights. And that was a really cool way to get credit. And even now, Um, I feel like I've grown more interest in women's studies or classes around gender and society and feminism. And I never took classes in undergrad. And now I wish I would have. Um, So that's something even myself reflecting. I wish I would have known I could have taken an introduction to the feminist movement in undergrad, even though my degree had not anything specifically to do with that, I could have done it. And now um, I even get tuition remission because I work at a university, but it's been so challenging to find time to like fit that in. So could have made it happen. I still can make it happen. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, But those are some of the things that I was thinking about for myself when we we're chatting through this. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. As you were talking, I'm like, I wonder if there's a class that I would want to would have wanted to take. I mean, I think like now thinking about what I know now, there's there's things that I wish I would have taken, but I would have not even known that that was on the scope mm-hmm. in, in, in when I was in college. Like I yeah. am super interested in entrepreneurship right now and building a business from scratch and like really starting something new. 
And it's interesting. I think I had that mentality, but I didn't know it at the time. Yep. But until like, you reflect back, sometimes you don't really recognize those things. And I yeah. wasn't paying attention, let, let's be honest, <laughs> which is why I care so much about this work. <laughs> it's like, how do you be more intentional and ask yourself hard questions now? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, like that wasn't even on my radar. Like it's similar. It's, right. it's just so interesting. Um, and that's, that's also important to note too. Like, it's not like if you don't do these things that you're going to miss out mm-hmm. forever. Right. You can, there's classes in communities. There's right. always way to go back as well. Right. But it's like, like you were saying, it's, it's hard. Um, you have to kind of really prioritize it mm-hmm. and it's like, you're paying for this already. Do it the way you want to do it yes. and not, and, and not just to like, I almost feel like. We're just going through the degree to check the box instead of like learning mm-hmm. what we can from it. And like, yes, I think sometimes too, when I think back, I can try to really remember what my course, my courses were called because I was like, I paid money for these. Why can't I remember <laughs> what the class was called? Yeah. Um. So even keeping in mind, like if within your plan, you can pick different things that really interest you, find the ones that you are interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were there any classes that you took that you remember just being like, wow, I really love this topic or this activity that we did? I don't know. Is there anything that stands out? Um, yeah. So a couple that do stand out for me would be my nonverbal communication course. I was a communication studies major, interpersonal specifically. And we talked so much about environment spaces and I still think about it. When I'm in um, a situation, when I'm working with a student, <laughs> when I'm doing a podcast, like all about the environment. So I feel like I always keep that in mind. Um, and then I was in an intergenerational communication course. And oh, I interviewed, yes, and I got to interview my grandma for that. And I thought that was a really cool course as well. Um, but one specifically for me, I never got to take gender in communication because the semester it was offered, I wasn't able to get it or like something happened. I can't yeah. really remember. And people spoke so highly of the professor. And now that's something I'm super interested in. And I'm just like, oh, why didn't I take that course? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But those are a couple that I just really remember valuing the in-class activities, the discussions around both of those topics. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. There was a class that I took and it was, it's interesting. I don't remember the name either, but something about family relationships or family dynamics. Mm -hmm. And we had to do, we had to use this theory, which to me, theory is pretty boring and I don't really see it connecting to the real world. I have a really hard time connecting theory to practice mm-hmm. or, or I had, I think. And I remember one of the coolest activities that we had to do was we watched a movie in class and we uh-huh. had to analyze the movie based on this theory. And so you had to kind of pull and it was like a, it was like parenthood or like some kind of movie yeah. with like a lot of family um, dynamics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like conflict, uh, frustrations, fights, whatever. Uh Um, And so you had to look at it from different angles. And I think it was using um, like ecological context theory, uh, which talks about like the, the macro level of like, how is society right now impacting us on a global scale? What about your country kind of? And um, Mm. I'm not really explaining this the best way, but it's kind of thinking about how all of these small things 
not small things, really big things. Yeah. It makes, have small influences on us that we can't always see. Uh-huh. And it just really opened my mind to how, you know, how, how much we're influenced by the, the world and things that we're not really even aware of, but then also how much we're able to influence that too. Because anytime there's an energy exchange of like one way, it's like I'm being influenced by this policy that's been made or whatever. It's like also I'm able to influence it just as much. Right. Which is like really, to me, that's like kind of like an interesting thing mm-hmm. um, to think about like how much we can influence other other spaces. Anyway, it just was a really fun class and I, I felt like I learned a lot from it. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that was something that I love too is like human development. And uh-huh. I did not put that name to it until after I graduated from college, even though that was my degree. Right. I didn't even... Like it wasn't exactly human development. It wasn't called human development, but that's all I studied the whole time. And it was uh-huh. so fun, but I didn't even make that connection or know that it was even a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. But here we are still talking about <laughs> our classes. So these professors had an influence on us. Yeah. So what's our next topic? Let's dive into a little bit um, about this quote, things that they people wish they would have done outside of school. There's just a couple quick ones for this, but one of the direct quotes from someone on Alicia's Facebook group said, less school focus, less intensity about studies and perfection. So there's that word, perfection. I think that is something that so many college students are struggling with and wanting everything to be perfect, perfect grades, the pressure of that GPA, um, or getting a 4.0, which again, you've done a GPA that does not define you episode recently. And I think this is good because it give, it really allows you to take some pressure off of yourself. I feel Mm -hmm. like Especially this time of year, um, we're coming up to winter break. Um, Students are burnt out and they're exhausted because they just want to do so well and get that A. And I think sometimes in the pressure and race to get the correct grade and check those boxes, we're not actually stopping to reflect and learn on the stuff we're studying or like what we are doing. Um, so that's kind of making some assumptions about this person's quote, but I think (laughs) that's really, um, important. And then there was another quote, um, that said, focus on school instead of a boy. I broke up with my boyfriend at the time. That's totally real too. Um, college, there is so many life transitions happening and you might realize that your partner or relationship isn't what it used to be anymore. And, Maybe that's not the most important thing when you're really excited about your coursework and what you're doing and your goals and your focus and priorities might shift a little bit in college. Yeah, I think to you really have to decide, is this relationship really worth it? You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like the time that I'm spending um, or how can I maybe have more balance? Like maybe it's not actually the relationship that's bad. Maybe it's just how you're how you're balancing that relationship with other things that you have. I feel like relationships in college, sometimes it can kind of be like all in like a hundred percent. It's like, I'm going to hang out with you all the time, anytime Uh I'm free. And it's like, maybe that's not the best way to go about relationships in college either. Right. Um, So thinking about, yeah, not only is it the actual relationship and that person, (laughs) very important. Yes. (laughs) But also, (laughs) yeah, thinking about how can I maybe 
navigate this relationship a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that perfection thing. Um, I actually have a, a quote and it, um, it stood out to me because this particular person was my supervisor when I was in um, oh. my first professional job full time um, after my master's degree. And she was amazing, amazing human. But she, so she said she wished that she would have studied less and gotten more involved straight A's really don't matter when you get out, but what you learned outside of class can be more important. And then somebody responded saying (laughs) grades absolutely do matter if graduate school is on the table. And while both of those are totally accurate, right? It's like, yeah, you kind of need to have a decent GPA in order to get into grad school. But for this particular woman, because I know who she is, she probably strove to get straight A's at the expense of other things in her life. Mm -hmm. Like, like, social connections and maybe if she had gotten instead of like a 3.8 maybe if she had gotten like a 3.5 but and had a little bit less pressure in the academic space in order to like make more time to build relationships to be a leader on campus to get more involved in things that she really cared about or that she was just interested in learning about or taking more of a fun class you know yeah well even at the expense of Maybe it's not getting more involved, but even if it's at the expense of your like mental health or yes. well-being, if it if you are striving so much to get straight A's that you are losing sleep or you are um, causing yourself to have more anxiety attacks or panic attacks, um, that's really where you, we want you to weigh in on that and feel yeah. <laughs> reflect a little bit on how you're feeling and your 3.5 versus 3.8 is not at the expense of like your well-being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we put so much weight on our GPAs and it's just like, it's important, but it's not as important as it's being made out to be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Hey everyone, it's Alicia here. And this is actually going to be the end of part one of what I wish I would have known or done when I was in college because It was so good and we had such a long conversation that I just had to break it up into two. So it's awesome. You will be getting the second part in a couple weeks. So make sure that you stay tuned. I hope that you all enjoyed this. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. If you want us or me to talk more about any of these topics, you know how to find me. Email me at thecollegelifecoach at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram at thecollegelifecoach sending you all the love as you are approaching finals. You got this. And I will catch you in the next one. Have an excellent week.